Betsy and Thomas here for the American Intelligence Media, where we are decoding the Trump tweets, and we're looking at May 30th. We have about six or seven of them, Thomas. And before I start, do you like the little thumbnail with the kitty on it? That's my favorite one because the kitty is praying and the kitty is looking at the bird. The tweet, it's so precious. Yeah. Well, you know, we used to post some cat, little cat videos and thumbnails for those that aren't aware back when uh, YouTube was doing a bunch of purging. So we had to just kind of bypass them that way. Um, and also remind people that we still um, get a little flack here and there from YouTube and remind you that you can always... Uh, stay in touch with us at aimfortruth.org and if you want to get these uh, tweet analysis directly in your inbox go to truthbits.blog first tweet actually comprises three I'm going to read all three of them together uh, rep Trey Gowdy quote I don't think so I think what the president is doing is expressing frustration that Attorney General Sessions should have shared these reasons for recusal before he took the job, not afterward. If I were the president and I picked someone to be the country's chief law enforcement officer and they told me later, quote, oh, by the way, I'm not going to be able to participate in the most important case in the office, I would be frustrated too. And that's how I read that. <coughs> Sorry, <clears throat> it's the spring. Senator Sessions, why didn't you tell me before I picked you? There are lots of really good lawyers in the country. He could have picked someone else, close quote. And then Trump adds, and I wish I did. And that's made headlines. I wish I did. <laughs> and he said it before. He said it's a disgrace. Jeff Sessions is a disgrace. He's not doing his job on and on and on. But let's point out what the reality is here. Why did he quote this here? Well, not because he likes Trey Gowdy. It's because Trey Gowdy said something that he would like to say, and he has said before. But he chose Trey Gowdy because Trey Gowdy just sold Trump down the river like a Democrat. When he said that the FBI, recently in another remark, Trey Gowdy said that the FBI did the right thing. He's looked at the evidence. And they did the right thing. He, the FBI did what Americans would want them to do. Okay, sorry, sorry, Trey. That shows us who you are. Just like with Benghazi, you didn't follow through. Just like with so many things that you bring to the fore as a, as a loudmouth Republican and never follow through. You always make these very snide lawyer remarks and then you don't follow through. And you have said at least three times that you support Robert Mueller. Robert Mueller is the most corrupt person that could possibly be a special investigator. So, sorry, Trey, we called you out as an enemy of the state, just like we did with Jeff Sessions, and we heard you say, of course, you're quitting, he's leaving, because all the corrupt Republicans are also leaving, as well as many of the corrupt Democrats, but they're staying, trying to fight for impeachment. But Trey Gowdy has said he's leaving to go into public life, I mean, go into private life, private practice. I doubt that. I sincerely doubt that. Watch the next position he goes for. It will be a very powerful position. He is paying for that position with political clout right now by not following through when he has the power to follow through. I call him the 80% guy. Everything he does is at 80%. He never completes anything. Anyone who could support Mueller is a criminal, and you are not an American. I'm sorry, take a look at just Mueller's history. Take a look at what he's done. Take a look at what he's doing. 
he is part of a counterintelligence investigation uh, uh, operation. Now, let me just point this out: that there was a that it is not an investigation. It was never an investigation. You cannot investigate a sitting president unless there's been a crime, and even then, it's for impeachment. It isn't for a special counsel. So this inve supposed investigation of Mueller's is not an investigation. It is an attack upon a sitting president. Anyone who could support that, who had the inside track that he does, because he has, uh, he's given intelligence information and briefed by um, the FBI, the DOJ, on a regular basis, uh, because of the committees that he sits on. And remember, he and, and Nunes were the two that broke open the Nunes memo, that broke open the fact that the DOJ and FBI won't release these things and redacted, that broke open the content of the struck page uh, text messages, all these things. He was there, but he never follows through, does he? He'll always come right to the point of making a big, careful, legal, pseudo-accusation and then backing off and doing nothing. So these three things that he's saying, yes, Sessions, we found out, is corrupt to the bone because of the Uranium One, while Trey Gowdy is probably on committees that also would make him corrupt to the bone on Uranium One also. We haven't looked into that, but it would be logical. Well, because he's just small fish. I mean, he thinks he's a big fish, but he's not. He'll wash away and we won't hear from him because his crimes are... It's going to come out. His crimes are there. All these people who are leaving... They're leaving because of their crimes. They don't want to get caught. They don't want to be questioned while they're still an employee of the government. So Jeff Sessions is not on Trump's team. Jeff Sessions should step down. He won't step down, which proves to me that he is 100% complicit with the conspiracy to overthrow the president. After the fact or not, it doesn't really matter. At this point, that's what he's doing. If he doesn't step down when his boss has told him that he is a disgrace, when he recused himself from something that, yes, he is guilty of. Uranium One, that's what he's guilty of. But that isn't why he recused himself. So therefore, he can't do his job. He needs to step down. He's actually as criminal as some of the other people that he's supposed to be investigating. So these three... Well, he can't do the people's job. He's doing his job. His job is for the shadow government deep state to keep Trump from doing what he needs to do to get America back on track. So... In his head, he's probably thinking he is doing a good job. No. Who, Sessions? Yeah, because he's there. He's making sure that all these senior executive service employees, especially these attorneys at the DOJ, keep spinning us and spinning us and nothing ever happens. I mean, really, it's been over a year. Why is not Hillary Clinton behind bars? This is really simple. How could he have let these investigations go dormant when, in fact, they were not investigations? They weren't followed through on. They were simply exonerations written ahead of time. No, Sessions is guilty. He is so guilty that he should be in jail right with Robert Mueller, James Comey, Rod Rosenstein, Barack and the rest Obama. of that pack. I mean, yeah, Barack Obama and Loretta Lynch and Valerie Jarrett. Let's I, not forget about Valerie Jarrett. And I thought it was very keen of you to realize that we have to look kind of between the lines when we're reading the Trump tweets, because yesterday in a long list of people that Trump listed in his tweet, he named Loretta Lynch when it would have been a better structural thing, sentence-wise, to have put Sessions in there, right? Because these were current people, but what you pointed out is he couldn't quite put Sessions' name there, so he put a placeholder, Loretta Lynch, to say, hey, look at the DOJ. Exactly. Now, his last statement, and I wish I did, 
That is firing Jeff Sessions. If Jeff Sessions doesn't step down willingly after all the statements that Trump has made, he is a criminal. Well, he, well, why Simple should, as that. Who's going to make him? The, our government has become so dysfunctional. Who is going to tell Jeff Sessions to go, pack up, here's your box? He should say himself, I am useless in this position. He's not going to do I'm that. I'm a lame duck. I'm out of here. He's holding space to make sure nothing happens. Exactly. That's exactly what he's doing. He's making sure no one can move forward. But, And I wish I did. When President Trump said that, he basically said, you're fired, Jeff Sessions, but Sessions won't leave. Okay. Uh, we'd love to hear your comments, so make sure to fire away down there in those comment boxes. The next tweet is, the failing and corrupt at New York NY Times estimated the crowd last night at a thousand people, when in fact it was many times that number and the arena was rocking. This is the way they demean and disparage. They're very honest people who don't get me and never did. Now, uh, before you go on, I have to tell you, you know, these things, he's as big as a rock star. I love the entrances because when he, when Trump comes out, you know, he gives the crowd time to cheer, not really cheer him. What they are doing is cheering themselves and America for standing up. It's really about a celebration of all of us. It just so happens to be triggered when Trump walks out on the stage. It was a, a big event. He has to have those events because the mainstream media won't give him any credit for anything he does. 97% negative reporting from mainstream media, and that includes Fox News. Well, they're the 3%, okay? So in other words, 100% demeaning, disparaging, lying, disinformation reporting, which is against the law. Decency and communication uh, makes that but you illegal. Still, but they need to be closed. The NDAA says you can legally propagandize against Americans. So we really have two conflicting laws here. The government can propagandize, not the mainstream media. Oh, but what if the mainstream media is really working for the government? Then Well, they are. They're working for the corporations, and the corporations, of course, have all the contracts with the government. So where the line between government and corporation ends is the same place where the line between the bankers and writers and Associated Press begin and end. They don't. But They're what, one and the same. But what if I, as a citizen, read the New York Times and believe what they're telling me and then act upon it when full well they are not telling the truth? It, do I have any grounds to sue these people? When you're political, when you're uh, in a political position, people can criticize you. When you're a private citizen, they can't. That's the reason no. Melania sued and won against these idiots. I'm talking about the lies that spew from them all the time. They can spew lies about politicians. Yes, they can. That but how is about situations? Like, you know, I can't name them because YouTube will erase our videos. But there are many things that have happened, many false flags that the New York Times, the Washington Post, and others will report on falsely. Aren't they terrorizing me? They're going to say that they were not really fully aware of the truth. And they were simply reporting what they received from their sources in the AP and writers, Thompson, and so on and so forth. But the reality is, now, as aren't, you say... Isn't, isn't that owned by the Rothschilds? Uh, Reuters was initially owned by the owned by the Rothschilds. Yes, now it's owned by Thompson, uh, so it's Reuters Thompson. But it's still controlled by the Rothschilds and bankers. And the Associated Press is, of course, owned. It was initially owned by the Rothschilds. It's controlled by its member groups, and those member groups are corporations. And there's only six corporations that run all the news in America. So it comes down to it's still corporate banker broker control of the mainstream media. I don't even know why it's allowed. 
Uh, I don't know why that we play the game that any of it is true. Folks, do not listen to any of the mainstream media. It will pervert your mind quicker than you can imagine, literally, within minutes. I don't even watch Fox News anymore. And it's not so much about what they report, it's about what they don't report. Why aren't they reporting about senior executive service, the control that Serco has over this country, and the relationship to show that Stephen Halper had a relationship with SCL, Strategic Communications Laboratories, which works right back to Sir Jeffrey Patty, which goes to the Privy Council and the Queen. How come they're not reporting the biggest news of the century that the Queen is behind the Spygate? Okay, well, let's just go there. Oh, I'm sorry, but it just... They don't call there. Fox News news. What they're doing, they're gatekeepers. They're keeping you in a mind-controlled corral. The uh, center... For strategic counterterrorism uh, changed into what is called the Global Engagement Center, which is directed by the Board of Governing, uh, the Board of Broadcasting Governors, which is controlled by the Department of Defense. We have now uncovered a four hundred thousand dollar contract with SCL Group, which is uh, the uh, Strategic Communications Laboratories Group, which is in fact ran by Sir Geoffrey Patty, who is the privy councillor, a privy councillor for the Queen, and he runs all of her corporations. He controls her golden shares. So when it comes down to it, when they hired SCL Group, which is the mother company of Cambridge Analytica, they hired foreign corporate intelligence to come into America and use the Global Engagement Center as a way to promote propaganda throughout the election paid for by U.S. tax dollars. Now, there is the problem. Yes, they can promote propaganda. Yes, they can put out fake memes. Yes, they can try to influence people by buying their Facebook profiles and then targeting them. Uh, Michael Lumpkin, who ran the Global Engagement Center, said that he did this. He clearly said he used Facebook to do it. And he, ca and he came out and said that when Trump wouldn't allow him to continue to do it, he and his three top IT guys quit. Well, they were working directly for the Global Engagement Center during the election, and they had hired for $160 million in one uh, particular contract, and in another contract, $400,000, they hired SCL Group. At the same time, Cambridge Analytica was helping a little teensy, teensy, tiny bit the Trump team. The Hillary team was being completely supported by the Department of Defense, the Board of Broadcasting Governors, the, and, and the uh, Global Engagement Center, which was run by the White House and the U.S. Digital Service that provided them with that information. So what we see here is that SEL Group is going bankrupt. Why? Uh, there's SEL Group, excuse me, SEL USA and uh, Cambridge Analytica, two other companies in America, they have both gone bankrupt because they were involved in the Brexit election and the vote, and they twisted it all up and manipulated it, and now they are in huge trouble in Britain, and so they had to go bankrupt so they wouldn't be charged like uh, Facebook was just charged with lawsuits, $8.8 billion and $9.3 billion against uh, Facebook, Google, and Twitter and other uh, social media because they were used during the Brexit to sway the vote. And so now George Soros is demanding a second vote now that SEL Group 
has been uh, elections actually SEL elections and that's they literally have influenced hundreds of elections they went bankrupt but then George Soros is saying now because of that we need another election well that's what they would have done here in America they would have said the election was rigged because why they used SEL elections group which is part of SEL group to come in and use the Global Engagement Center to attack Americans, to target Americans, to persuade Americans, to meddle in the elections, to leave footprints of Russians, and it wasn't Russians, to leave footprints of, of Fancy Bear and Cozy Bear and all that. No, it wasn't them at all. It was SCL elections and SCL group. And so what we have uncovered and is going to be coming out in the next few days, and we've already started putting out articles so that you can become uh, up to speed on this particular issue, SCL were the spies. And all of their subgroups, including Christopher Steele working directly for Richard Dearlove and a group called SCI, and all these other groups that we've revealed, they were the meddling in the election. Okay? So, Valerie Jarrett, okay, so we're you going to that. were conducting this directly. Yes. Because you have always been the CIA handler for Michelle and... Michelle Obama, Michelle Robinson, Michael Robinson, Michelle Robinson, Michelle Obama. They have so many names. And uh, Barry Sotero. So remember, Barack and Michelle were CIA assets being controlled by Valerie Jarrett, who was the assistant chief of staff of the most corrupt political system in America, the Chicago Mayor Daley and his family and his lineage continuing the corruption in the worst one of the worst cities in America the the murder capital of America right now and Rahm Emanuel of course is the mayor and he's doing nothing about it they want this to happen because it's much to their advantage Valerie Jarrett was not only brought in Barack Obama and Michelle into the daily machine into the mayor daily Chicago corrupt machine but also was his handler to have him run for political office and get him out of all the corrupt nonsense that he was in. She kept having to corrupt him. She was his handler. What don't people understand about this? She still sits in Barack Obama's home, which he never entered, which we as Americans are paying for, which they call the bunker. And, and why does she get any protection at all? Oh, her she protection? Was, yeah. Her protection during Obama's time, she had more Secret Service protecting her than Michelle Obama right. did. Right. Why? Because she is a corrupt mob boss. And what Roseanne said, well, we told you Roseanne was a setup to begin with. But yeah. the point is, yeah. is that what Roseanne said is nothing compared to the fact that um, uh, Whoopi Goldberg is wearing a shirt. No, no, no. I found out that was all photoshopped. Okay, so it that, was. Yeah. Now look, before the, it's important that we're talking about Valerie Jarrett because the tweet, and I'm going to read it because it's all intertwined. It's about the media and it's about Valerie Jarrett. And since you're going there, let's read the tweet. Bob Iger of ABC called Valerie Jarrett to let her know that quote ABC does not tolerate comments like those close quote made by Roseanne Barr. Gee, he never called President Donald J. Trump to apologize for the horrible statements made and said about me on ABC. Maybe I just didn't get the call. It's completely okay to say horrible things about Trump, to hold up his severed head, to show a gun shooting his brains out, to show people say they want him dead, they want to kill him, they want to... All this stuff. Completely okay. By the way, that's completely illegal. You cannot threaten the life of a sitting president. That is a federal crime. Who's going to arrest anybody? You see, what we have is a struggle in our government for who is in power. Right. And so Roseanne set herself up because why? 
I looked at the shows. They weren't saying much about Trump. It showed that anybody who is a Republican who supports Trump can now get support. But they don't want that to happen. She was probably paid off. She was probably paid off more than she would have made for five seasons yes. to make that one yes. statement. I That's believe probably that they, what happened. They were trying to corral people into watching her show, gather it up, and then dump it like they do so many things that uh, you know conservative viewers or readers like to see. Valerie Jarrett couldn't be any more corrupt. As a matter of fact, let's just go back to who Valerie Jarrett really is. Most people will agree that both of her parents were CIA agents. They were in Iran doing things that they weren't supposed to do. Then they went to Britain, and then they came over, and all of a sudden, she is promoted to one of the highest criminal positions in America. Assistant Chief of Staff of Mayor Daley? It doesn't get any more corrupt than that, folks. And then after that, she said, well, I want my piece of the pie. So then she became a development manager for the city of Chicago, and she basically sold out all the poor people and built and ripped them off. Unbelievable, untold amounts of money she ripped off from Chicago, the city that, of course, she's a mob boss in. Now, let's point out just one little thing that happened so far. Do you understand that you cannot FOIA anything during the Obama administration? It's almost as sealed as his records before he became president. They are almost sealed now. Why? Because of what we told you would happen. He took $2 billion for his presidential library, and he hasn't spent a penny on it. He said he was going to use a wing of um, the University of Chicago, and we told you that was illegal, and that was just to hide the fact that he will never go in there because he doesn't want anyone to FOIA any of the criminal things he did, which is almost everything he did during his time. So they can't FOIA it because it's all boxed up now. There's no home for it. Well, what if they impeached him? If they impeach him, then he's no longer president, so we would have those records. Correct, but this is what they did. Upon the advice of Valerie Jarrett, who is as criminal as she can possibly be, she still runs the bunker, the resistance. She is the resistance. She runs the resistance using money that has been manipulated like the Clintons manipulated their uh, presidential library. That's one of the ways they created all that billions of dollars being given to them because they lied, said it was to their library, said it was to their foundation. It's all lies. So they're doing the same thing. And they took his previous OFA money left over, dumped it into that, Michelle's foundation, his foundation, and the library all together. And then they bought this land. And what is it? It's the only park in a section of Chicago for the poorest people. He wants to put his library on that park. Well, he can't. He knows he'll never win that debate. Well, that keeps it stalled so that he never builds and his records are forever sealed. Governments are all about walking things to a slow death. So he is going to tie this up in the court for as long as he possibly can so that no one can FOIA his records. You know, that's what they do with attorney generals. Or, excuse me, inspector generals. They send all their problems there so they can just die and go away and people forget. Correct. And who is the inspector general working for? His boss, the head of that department. How is he ever going to find any corruption in a department when the boss of that department is his boss? I want to go back because I saw something interesting that came from the mines uh, yesterday. I don't know enough about it. And if you can't say anything, just pass and I'll just cut this out. But that name that appeared when we were looking at strategic SCL, Strategic Communications Laboratories, I couldn't believe it. Podesta's name was in there. Analytica, uh, Cambridge Analytica was there. No, it was the Atlantic Council was in there. And one name that stuck out like a big sore thumb. What was that? Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions. Oh, sorry. I yelled that. Jeff Sessions. He is so crooked. 
he's completely complicit with SCL's attempted corporate intelligence overthrow of our election. That is a fact because SEL had to go through Jeff Sessions to get those contracts because of the committee he's on, so he signed off of them. He signed off of their letters, and he signed off of them being paid. Well, it's very obvious if you look at these contracts that what is really being paid for has nothing to do with uh, what they say it is. And he is also quite uh, complicit and aware of Stephen Halper's um, continuing pay as a spy not and an informant, it doesn't matter what you call them. The point is, is that they took information from the Trump team. It doesn't matter. Spy, informant, spy gates, it doesn't matter. Informant gate, Just it doesn't matter. Just an enemy to the state. Criminals. Mm -hmm. These are criminal actions that were completely signed off of by Jeff Sessions. Completely aware. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Where did I hear before? Trust Sessions. Oh, trust All Sessions. All over the place. Trust Are the plan. Are you people just not opening your eyes and seeing what's right in front of you? No, they aren't. And so what we're pointing out is, again and again, all the uh, evidence that you can indict these people on. And Valerie Jarrett right now, first off, Valerie Jarrett is still reading. And mark my words. Mark my words on this one. The... Obama House, which is called the Bunker, still receives the presidential intelligence reports each day and she reads them. That's against the law. She still has a top secret security clearance and she was a top advisor, but she doesn't have the right to do that. Why does she still have a clearance to begin with? And why is she still protected? Do you understand that she is such a criminal that she is living in a house that US taxpayers are paying $5 million a year or more for the security on that house, and the Obamas have never have walked in it once, and they say that that's where the girls, the Obama girls, are living. That's not true. Valerie Jarrett's there, and she runs the resistance out of that bunker. But she's got to stay close to the White House because when they overthrow the government, she's running right back in and bringing in Barry and Michael. They believed that they'd get Trump out and Hillary in. They believed that they would completely undo the election with the help of the most powerful election, brainwashing, propaganda, mass deception uh, people. And they used a group, which we're going to be talking about, called Aggregate IQ. And it was illegal what they did for the Brexit vote and the, uh, the Leave vote because they faked the numbers on how much they paid these two people who actually wrote what is very similar to the template for winning, which is the template that was used by Facebook, Google, Eric Schmidt, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, to help Hillary win, though she didn't. These people wrote it uh, from this aggregate I IQ company, and they believe that they really did help the Brexit vote win because they were so effective at manipulating people. They target you, and then they do social change. They literally brainwash you, manipulate your brain. They look into every single like you ever liked on Facebook, and they know what can get you. With me, it would be Oh, Hillary with kitties. Maybe she's not so bad. Because I love kitties. But I wouldn't have voted for her still. Uh, but the point is, is they know your weakness. They know how to target it. This has been going on for quite some time for commercialism. But now it's coming out that it's been used for elections. And it's quite illegal if you're using it from one country against another country. Okay, so let's move on to the next tweet. Today, I am proud to keep another promise to the American people as I sign the right to try legislation into law. And if you want to see his uh, speech on that, if you go into the link that I have below in the description box, you can pull that up. Go ahead.
pharmaceutical companies pharmaceutical companies would rather have you die than try something that they don't make money off of. And so let's just take latril, uh, apricot pits. Inside of them is a little seed. And that seed is called it has a lot of latril in it. Well, the FDA won't approve latril because, yes, you have to be careful. It can be toxic. So if you eat a gigantic two-pound bag of it, it's not good for you. But if you eat three seeds a day, or three uh, apricot kernels a day, it's not going to hurt you. And it has been found to help people. So when they say that they'll take a natural substance and they'll say, oh, it has some toxicity to it, so we can't allow it. Because why? The drug company cannot make a synthetic version of it. But they've made a synthetic version of uh, CBDs and marijuana now, and they're going to try to, that's the reason that Jeff Sessions came in to support the pharmaceutical companies and try to end marijuana use and CBD use and hemp CBD use in America. He is one bad dude. He really needs to go. Oh, he's a very, very, very bad person. He is really an enemy of the people. So what Trump has done is he said, I'm going to give anyone who's a terminally ill person a chance to try some of these non-FDA-approved drugs, non-pharmaceutical-approved. Remember, the FDA does not have a laboratory. They've never tested a single thing, No, they, ever. Count, they count on the big pharma companies to do their own testing and provide reports. Mm-hmm. All short-term mm-hmm. testing, no long-term testing. Like, I want to get onto the... Like enzymes. If anybody's read the Pottinger Cat Study, you realize that the lack of enzymes passed on from generation to generation. By the fourth generation, the cats couldn't reproduce. They took the enzymes out of their diet. Well, folks... What do you think is happening right now? When your food is irradiated, when it comes from uh, the grocery store or the big box Costco's and Sam Clubs, and it lasts three months in your refrigerator, that's because the enzymes were removed. If you eat that way and you have children and they eat that way and you keep passing it down, you talk about genocide, we're all going to be wiped out. That's why we take enzymes every day. There are so many, many alternative things, and this is what Trump is saying. He's going to give them, terminal, uh, terminally ill patients, a chance to try things that the FDA won't let them, that the pharmaceutical companies won't let them. This is what his part of his promise to go after the makers of these opioids, to go after the pharmaceutical companies, to reduce the prices, and to make things just like this happen. This is an executive order. No president in the past has been compassionate enough to do this because of their pharmaceutical lobby money. And uh, the Congress, of course, would never do it because of their pharmaceutical lobbying money, which is astounding. So there are many, many, many cures for many illnesses that are not allowed. Oh, in but America. you have. To, but apparently, you have to be dying before you can try anything around the FDA. And then the the last quote that we have on our page rounds that tweet off with this statement: "With the hashtag Right to Try law I signed today, patients with life-threatening illnesses will finally have access to experimental treatments that could improve or even cure their conditions. These are experimental treatments and products that have shown great promise." Many of the people, and I can name them, but I'm not going to, some of them I have known, have been killed by representatives of our government because they created cures for cancer. They poisoned their well water over and over and over again. But this person was a chemist and he kept, he always checked his well water. And so they kept poisoning it and he kept finding it and then he would know that it was poisoned and get a. So anyway, they kill people. This is completely common. If you look at how many. Uh, alternative health practitioners have been murdered in the last two years, you will be shocked. And they were murdered. 
These aren't accidents. These are murders. And they don't even try to hide the fact that it's a murder. Like uh, knife stabbings in the chest, and then they call it suicide. Five shots to the head. Suicide. uh, And then thrown into the water. Uh, On and on and on. Simply, all you have to do is Google health practitioners murdered. There are more than I could name. And unfortunately, I've actually known some of these people. So when you get into this area, corporate espionage, pharmaceutical espionage, they absolutely will take lives because the very pills they give out also take lives. They don't mind giving you a pill that will cause you to commit suicide as long as they say on the bottle that it can cause you to commit suicide. Why would a drug like that ever be allowed to be given to a human being? That wraps up the tweets, but as always, i like to ask you, you read Truth News headlines, and was there anything, any pressing news you see out there that folks should be aware of? Make sure to see that article about SCL and the Global Engagement Center. It's about the only person uh, that I've ever seen write on that besides uh, us writing on Global Engagement Center, but to find that there's this contract, but we found, strangely enough, we found that contract through the researchers' um, Michael McKibben and Leaders Technology and uh, Americans for Innovation had found these con- uh, some other contracts just before, but today we have posted one that someone had found another one of these contracts. So this is now be- being known. Can you please explain why this is important? Because Dan Coates was supposed to stop all surveillance of America. The Global Engagement Center was surveillance of America, targeting of Americans, and attacking Americans to make political propaganda change. Uh, through propaganda and make political change and change people's minds. So what we're pointing out here is is that Dan Coates' plan that that Trump demanded is in action. And the fact that these uh, realities are coming to light is no accident at all. Obviously, he's using, Dan Coates is using his group to cause information to come bubble up again, the truth to bubble up again that could be reported by alternative news and even mainstream media so that we can stop the surveillance of Americans because it's illegal and and James Clapper should be put in jail for all the times he's lied about it. Uh, John Brennan should be put in jail for all the times he's lied about it. They're, they're far, far beyond perjury. They've, they've testi- testified to these uh, lies and they've testified different lies. But who is going to go in there and put these people in handcuffs and take them to jail, to prison, and waiting for a speedy trial and then public executions? I'm sorry. We but need when, a, a when new are we going to see general. some action? What? Without a new attorney general, we're not okay. going to so go very far. Everybody. So what you're saying is we all need to put pressure on the attorney general. How, how would we do that? What does that look like, Thomas? The public opinion, you know, Jeff Sessions hasn't has hardly even spoken in public since he's been elected, because he doesn't want to make anybody upset with him. So no, he's a coward. He's hiding. But you see, he said the, that they could um, steal people's. What's it called when they? Um, it's a forfeiture of your of your uh, own goods mm-hmm. because you're suspected of a crime. Right. That's been forfeiture. reversed. Mm-hmm. It has been by, by the Trump. states, mm-hmm. yes. And then he said, uh, marijuana is illegal federally. And then Trump reversed that and said, forget it. Forget him. We're going around him. We're put-. So uh, he said, even these prison reforms. No, 
You can't find anything well, good Jeff Sessions has done. Well, Nothing. the prison reforms, you have to remember that Jeff's knee-deep in his investments with Vanguard. And Vanguard's, one of their number one performers is, are these private prisons. So, of course, Jeff would benefit by putting people, even low-level criminals, in these private prisons. So, it has to be pressure put on Sessions so that he steps down or some criminal action has to be brought forth. We've brought forth his criminal actions that he should have never been the attorney general because of his actions of approving Uranium One deal, which was a complete scam. 10 years of corruption they hid while they approved the CFIUS purchase of uh, Uranium One by Putin. No, no, he is a criminal. He needs, like the others, to be charged with a crime. He but doesn't need to just charge? step down. Who's in Who can do anything? In fact, there are things that can be done. Let, well, tell us what it is. Because if people want to help, we want to get this place cleaned up. What do we do out here to get these people in jail? There's 117,000 members of the Department of Justice. Trump needs to go select a trusted team of 12, appoint them as uh, a special uh, with an executive order to go after the corruption in the DOJ and the FBI. We need to skirt around them. We have laws that stop these things. We don't need an inspector general. We don't need an investigation. We need action by lawyers saying, you lied on this day, Mr. Comey, we're arresting you. Now prove you didn't because we have it on film for the whole world. So prove you didn't lie because we have you saying two different things. That's called perjury, case closed. One small offense with U.S. Marshals and with attorneys that can be trusted and they could be taken from different states. They don't have to be part of the DOJ, but he needs to set up a team and that team simply needs to go after certain very specific crimes. That team could go after nothing but leaks and that would put most of the 38 of the most horrible criminals in Washington, D.C. in jail simply because of the leaks. Like, get them on the crimes <clears throat> that you see and is apparent and they can't defend. Exactly. And, but get them out of the way. Um, and start the trials on them and put as many away as you can on the obvious crimes that they've committed. Is that what you're suggesting? Yes. And call Barack Obama before this group of 12 lawyers and say, Strzok and Page say, you ran this from the White House. What do you have to say about that? And Susan he, Rice he, says, you were aware of it all uh, completely. Brennan says, you were completely uh, kept abreast of it. Clapper says, they actually worked with you in this and that you called it and that he likes to call it not a spy but an informant no no they could take it from the top and then go down and then everyone below obama could simply be grouped and clustered into the same type of offenses because this was a conspiracy and these cons but don't hold them for conspiracy hold them for the exact words they said when they were under oath and or use people's testimony while they were under oath and just use it against them. Those are their witnesses. It doesn't matter how Barack Obama wants to defend himself if we have dozens of witnesses who say he absolutely was aware of this. He was conducting the spying on the opposite, on the Trump team. He was the one who ordered us to resist and to commit this coup d'etat against the sitting president during the time he was president-elect and afterwards, and the resistance still goes on, and we simply have to take their words and say, did you say, did you, Loretta Lynch, say, people are gonna go have, have to go out on the street and resist Trump and die on the street resisting Trump? 
She said those words. Many of them have said things that are so horrible that simply bringing those words back to them, those were attacks against a sitting president. Those are felonies. That, we just have to take them one simple crime at a time. Don't look at the big crime. Like we're pointing out now... That well, Uranium One is such a big crime. There's so many crimes involved in that. Just go for the low-hanging fruit. We want to see these people off the streets. I do not want to see Hillary Clinton walking down a main street with her back brace and her old big scarf wrapped around her anymore. I'm tired of her. Get her off the streets. We have Douglas Campbell. We have Jonathan Weiner, who say that they witnessed Hillary being paid that $145 million directly from Tanam, Putin's company in America. Witnessed it with their eyes. We have Andrew McCabe, who for 10 years protected Tanam, and the the head of Tanam, uh, I forget his name now, Minikin, I think his name, but he protected him for 10 years. McCabe's got to go to jail. These people, we have them red-handed with these crimes. All we need is a few good lawyers. We don't need Jeff Sessions to make any orders or Rod Rosenstein for these lawyers to go after these crimes. You could say that it was a citizen's arrest. I, as a citizen, am going to arrest you, Comey, for perjury because I witnessed yeah, you perjure yourself on television before Thomas, the Congress Thomas, four times. Don't don't lead people down the wrong path here because you full well know the system is so corrupt and works against Americans that if you did that, you would be the one in jail. You ask how it can be done, and okay. I told you. Legally, that's how it can be done. So what, we, what, what could happen is that when the awareness becomes... A critical mass, a million people could march on D.C. and say, we're not leaving until you put those people in jail and their trials start because we have the evidence. And you could literally write up a citizen legal brief. There are other possibilities which are much more radical. I'm telling you some that are not quite so horrible. But basically, if we just had an attorney general who was doing their job, uh, all of this would crumble down and the the swamp would be drained and the Washington, D.C. corruptocrats would be put in jail.